what is going on everybody welcome back to the power stroke tech talk podcast this is number 19 we have ptt ds and matt and two newcomers one from minnesota dan and one again on the west coast felix thanks for joining both of you guys um for everybody who is not uh, able to check us out on uh youtube uh with uh playing in the background uh, we are now on spotify apple google podcast amazon and now Podbean. so for those of you that uh like checking out the podcasts um we got Felix. Uh, he reached out to me. He is a hot shotter and um, his uh, truck and kind of story and what he's doing kind of intrigued me. So we got him on the podcast, uh, kind of similar truck to DS. Um, Felix, what, what do you got? What, uh, what are you doing? Tell us where you are. And uh, yeah, thanks for being here tonight. All right. Thank you for having me, A-Rod. Uh, everybody who's here, everybody's watching. Thanks. Uh, I have a 2019 F-350. Right now, I have 190,000 miles. I did the 2.0 Fox steering stabilizers duels for the death wobble. I had that in Texas at about 45,000 miles, and it wasn't fun. So put that wow. on. That stopped it. And for the sway bar links, I put the MOOC problem solver ones. Okay. Those are usable. So it gives it a little bit more life. Uh, did the safety lightings on it, uh, took out the rear seats, put a bed, uh, got the 75-gallon spare tank with the toolbox. Okay, okay. Uh, toolbox fuel tank combo. Toolbox fuel tank combo. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, what else? Uh, and I take care of this thing religiously. Like uh, transfer case fluids, transmission fluids, filter. So I know this is going to be a big question because we're talking about it all all the time. You know, we're going to ask what what, yeah. what, kind, what kind of oil you're running, what what kind of filter right. you're running. I'm running Motorcraft filters. Okay. Always Motorcraft filters and uh, air filters as well for the fuel filters, Motorcraft, and for the oil, I use Rotella T6. Okay. That's all I use, and uh, I've had really. Good luck with it. It's worked amazing. So now the truck's still alive with 6,000 engine hours on it. Damn. And it's, wow. it's been around the whole United States. Uh, you name the mountain and the load, I've done it. That's awesome. You know, this truck, as long as you take care of your oil and you're on top of it, you'll be all right. Now, no, what CC, have you, have you, have you uh, sent your oil out to get analyzed at all? No, I haven't. I was okay. thinking about it, but okay. I'll be honest with you, I change it so much. I'm not even sure. It really matters. It huh? would really, you know, because like I'll change it once a week. I'm doing Damn. five thousand miles a week, so Damn. I'll change it once a week. Wow. <laughs> it doesn't wow. sit there long enough to get analyzed. God. Damn. So have you, you ever calculated you, your your fuel usage in like a month's yeah. time? How how much fuel you use in one month? All of in it. He goes month, through all of it. <laughs> all of it. Yeah. I mean, I'm running seven hundred and fifty <laughs> miles a day, and uh, yeah, we'll, we'll do. One, two, 48, uh, 90 gallons a day. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Wow. That's, that that's freaking awesome, bro. That's, that's freaking awesome. Do you, do you use any fuel additives? Yeah, definitely. Uh, I use Howie's. I love Howie's. I'm going to write that down uh, and look that up. Howie's. And yeah, and you can get it at Walmart. It's 10 bucks. If you get it at the truck stops, it's like 30 bucks. That's how good it is. You know, but go to Walmart, you get the same bottle for 10 bucks. 
Dude, I've heard a lot of people saying go to Walmart to get your oil, your filters, your everything. Dude, it, I get yeah. everything at Walmart.com <laughs> and I just go pick it up at the store. Really? I order it on my way to another state and just pick it up. No Damn. kidding. Like, wow. Yeah, I'll pay like 60 bucks for uh, three three gallons of Rotella. Who do you travel like, with? Is it just I travel you with or... my wife. It's me and my wife. She's over here. Hell yeah. Huh? Hey. So, so you guys can split up. <laughs> I hope driving. date night was good. Oh, it was perfect. <laughs> <laughs> Got the waterfalls and Hell we, yeah. we, we had a great day in. Hell yeah. What were you asking, uh, Diaz? Um, I was just going to say, you guys can split up the driving. We were doing it before, but right now she's just the one driving. I'll be honest with you. she she She's more concentrated when it comes to driving. I get oh. bored. I get bored after like two hours. I'm like, hey, let's just pull over and look at something. You know, she <laughs> right, gets behind right, right. the wheel and she's like, six seven hours and she's still going like let's do this that's cool that's cool that's cool <laughs> Dude, so if, you, if you're way. hot shotting and and you're you're constantly on the road do you have like a little like uh, a go-to toolkit you're using or do you got like an assortment of of like Dude, shit you got or you, or what you name it i got it no kidding all right all yeah right. i'm on the road uh i'm a milwaukee guy so okay milwaukee all, right. all the way on my on my power drills i got my grinder my sawzall my impact drills, my drivers. You gotta take a you tire off. Can take a tire off. I, yeah, I take I, I change a tire in less than five minutes. Fuck boom, yeah. boom, 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 awesome. in and out. And I got my torque wrench, uh, digital awesome. torque wrench. Hell yeah, dude. Uh, we got He's everything ready. we can need. No yeah, doubt. man. There's there's no reason to stop. No doubt. Wow. Dude, there's no stopping him. Nah, man. And then I got I got the best partner too. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. What? So yeah. what? What? What's your like? If you got your 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 load, your trailer, and your truck. What are you at? Like thirty thousand pounds gross weight well, combined. Well, max or? out at twenty six. Max yeah. out at twenty six. Damn. Okay, so you do a you do a non CDL. Non CDL. Sweet. Yeah. It, to yeah. me, it it's seems more, like it's more fun with the non CDL, man. Yeah. CDL because too many restrictions. Yeah. So you don't have to have a logbook then, right? Or do you? Oh, we have logbooks. We have uh, eleven hours of drive time a day. Mandatory thirty minute break. They did do an update on that, so now we can do our 30-minute break while refueling because just refueling will take you 15, 20 minutes. Right, right. You know, so that helps a lot. And then uh, normal normal stuff, 10-hour stops. Right now we're in Washington for the day. We have a 34 we got to do. Damn. So do you? So you're doing RVs right now, so you don't even need a trailer. You just you can just hook no, up to the RV? No, no. I got my truck. I got the uh, BMW adjustable hitch. Uh, go up and drop down up to six inches. I got the gooseneck under my fifth wheel. So in case I want to pick up a gooseneck, I could do that too. And I got the fifth wheel hooked up. Oh, up no kidding. Yeah, I've 20, thought about... 24,000. That's thought pretty about, sweet. I've thought about doing that, but I don't know if I could be dedicated because it seems like it's something you want to do full-time. Like, I would uh, just want to do it on the weekends or something. You can do it. Like, you can do it on you, the weekends. You can sign... That's the best thing about these companies. You can yeah. sign up and work when you want. Yeah, it's not like, you know, that's your only job. If like you want to do it only three times, four times out the year, you're least done. So you just call your dispatcher. Hey, I want to go to Washington. Or I want to go to California. Dude, I would love to. I would love to and do that. They'll, you, know? you go you go to Indiana or wherever your base is at. You pick up your unit and boom, you drive over there and you're getting paid. And, you know, it'll pretty much cover your vacation costs. Wow. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, I would definitely. But then you but all you have to do is get your like DLT numbers and all that stuff. No, you don't got to do nothing. You lease on with the company. You just lease on? Just lease on, yeah. 
What do they do? Give you like a magnet or something? Or you, do they give you a number? You put it on your truck? Yeah, yeah. Let me show it to you guys. Okay. You still have it on scales, too? John, you got a Yeah, yeah. That's, that's the worst. The scales, oh, that's, the DOT that's, inspection. That's my wagon down here with my heater. Oh, oh no shit. Okay. Okay, okay. No kidding. Because when I'm driving my truck, I'm just like, man, I could see myself driving this truck for the next eight hours. Just Dude, you would make a lot of money if you do that. You think so? Yeah, because like it's it's all about how committed you are. You know, there's uh, there's a lot of drivers who they'll be like, hey, I want to do it, but then they only want to stay in one coast, or they don't they're not willing to drive or invest the money to go to another state to pick up a load. Maybe like, they get right, shitty right. trucks. Yeah, also that too. Like people sometimes they'll be like, oh, let me just try with this one or not take care of it. Like this this is my composition notebook and. This is like when I got the truck and just on and on wow, and wow. just maintenance and upgrades and everything I do. That's awesome, dude. That's freaking awesome. So, so like, yeah, go ahead, Diaz. With your oil changes, are you oil life monitor or are you strictly 5,000 miles? I'll be honest with you, man. Uh, 5,000 miles is the goal, but sometimes it's too cold. It's raining. I'll be lazy. I just can't find the oil. You You'll know, go a little longer. You, I'll go 75. I won't pass 75. Okay. You know, and now, even when at you, 75, tell me, tell me. When, when you hit that oil, when you hit that 7,500, where's your oil life monitor? Is 50. it usually used up? 50? It's, it's at 50. Oh, damn. Wow. wow. So, so yeah, you're he's, just, he's just doing straight highway miles. So your yeah. maintenance is going to be on point. Like you might get like, who knows? That thing might last a million I've, miles. I've had, that's the plan. That's the plan. Get it to a million. I want to do pretty much get a brand new truck, not an older truck. And put a brand new truck to the million miles. Let's see if it'll do it. I uh, like your thing. Yeah, like dude, that's thing. that's a, so. My question for you having that me miles and how new it is, not uh, uh, bad juju and you. Have you ever had to take it in for warranty work or any when you were in warranty? I'll, I'll be honest with you, man. My warranty ran out so fast. Yeah, was, yeah, I bet it was. I didn't get the only thing I took it in for warranty for was an oil change one time at forty five thousand. And besides that, I've done everything else to it myself. No and then I, like I told you, I had that leak on the CCV. Oh yeah. I went to Ford. Uh, it was like 370 bucks. Got a new CCV box, swapped out the old one and put in the new one. And then at the same time, I just took off the old intake and put a new intake manifold. The other one was oh, already had, no a, shit. it had a hundred thousand miles. So it was going to be full of carbon anyways. Took it off. I paid 60 bucks for it and put a brand new one on. No okay, kidding. that's a good way to, wow. look, to, to look at it. Just put a whole new one. Yeah, that's Did you it. see it all all crunched up oh, with that black shit? Bad. It was yeah. bad. You, could, yeah. you, you had to, like, scrape it off or yeah. something. You couldn't get the blood. No, it was bad. Wow. I do, that's like, awesome. I think about it all the time. Um, uh, Matt's setup that he has at his shop where they got a power washer and shit, like, right in the middle of the shop, and you can just douche the underneath of the oil. I mean, like. Damn, that would be the ultimate. Like in the Dude, last three days, I've gone to the quarter car wash. So I could spray off the trucks that I just got done working on because I can't really pull big shit in over by, you know, the main, uh, you know, the main dealership. So. You got to get on the phone with your manager and be like, man, Dude, I need a power washer. Power washer. that boy. Oh, man. So wait, that engine shampoo works friend. really good, though. Wait yeah. a second. Wait a second. Who else is here? In the in the show, do we introduce other uh, guests? Mr. Dan here. Yeah, we got Dan. Dan. Howdy, howdy. Dan's the man with a howdy, ho. fifteen F three fifty. 
That one's a two. Oh, it looked like a 350. Um, like I know. Um, yeah, what do you got? What do you got done to your rig? You said you just um, recently did something kind of yeah, big to so it. So far, I just put a motor in it. Yeah, no big um, deal. You know, um, luckily, you know, I bought it figuring it needed a motor, so I bought it right. Um, turned out the guy never changed the oil on it, so the oil turned to grease. Obviously locked up the motor. Why try to save it when you can go to the dealer? Or, you know, we have a shop, so we kind of get for costs and go get a whole crate motor from the oil pan to the top of the valve covers. Yep. Did it come Sweet. with a turbo too or no? No. You just got a long block? Okay, okay. Yeah, that's I put pretty, it in. That turned out that's pretty cool. Yeah, it turned out good. It's I got a thousand miles on it now. So I'm just gonna re get ready to change the oil on it. Yeah, I'm uh I'm about due to, to change my oil. Um I was just talking about that with a coworker today about what I think I should start running and I don't I haven't decided on if I'm gonna do motorcraft or What'd your coworker you, say? If you've That's got motorcraft, I, I would use it. I don't know. I want to check out Schaefer's. I reached out to Schaefer's. I want to see. Uh, That's what I got. I kind of want to do. I kind of want to do this. I want to go. Like maybe I'll use motorcraft, and then maybe I'll use AMS oil, and I want to go this one, five thousand miles, or I'll go. I'll wait till the intelligent oil life monitor tells me, and I'm going to send it in, and then I'm going to change the oil with a different kind of oil, same viscosity. I'm going to do the same thing and I'm going to send it in again and Not see. That wouldn't be very scientific though. I don't know. Um, you'd, have to do like 5,000, you'd have to do like 5,000 miles on rollers at the same consistent load. No, the problem would be even if you sent a sample of 10W30, the, it's going to come back with good results even with just 10W30, whatever, basic motorcraft oil. Unless they find metal, which I doubt they'll find that. Right. So even even mine, when we changed it, it still they still said it had like TBN left and whatever still left. It could have went longer. So I don't know if they'll find anything as far as analysis is concerned, the difference between synthetic and a 10W30. But you'll definitely notice that it runs better, smoother and everything once you go to 540. Definitely. Yeah. So I got, uh, I did a, with the first fill, I put the 10W30 in just for break in. And I think uh, after this, I'm going to do Schaefer's 540 because that's what we sell. Wow. And I go through about a 55 gallon drum of that a month, roughly. Damn. Holy cow. That's Not just in my truck in the shop, but. That's a lot of oil. Um, oh. And it depends on the month. I got two customers with 2019 F650 tow trucks, flatbeds, and that's all they run in that. And we're doing all no shavers, fluids, and that those trucks. Wow. So what kind of what kind of shop do you run? Are you or are you are you part of it? Is it your shop? Yeah, it's my family shop. So I got me, my dad, my brothers. It's like you guys work on tow trucks, mostly Fords, Dodge. Um, we kind of, we tend to, my dad's always been for it. So obviously the kids grew up the same way. Um, we all got duties really. Um, wow. we got a bunch of six fours. I've owned two six uh, fours and two six sevens. Uh, how much did you, how my much, six fours. how much did you regret it? Um, I actually had really good luck with both six fours. Really? How, well, I, how many miles I, did you have? 
Well, uh, actually quite a few. Um, mm. the, my first gray one, I bought it at 196, deleted at 210. I sold the truck at 280 and still never pulled anything in the engine apart. Schaefer's oil. That's pretty That cool. was actually that was with 1540. That's before we got into Schaefer's. Oh, okay. But that truck, you know, it was stock configuration. I had it tuned and intake, whatnot, and I pulled big trailers with it and it just worked. I took care of it. Wow. Anybody says they had you know, luck with the six fours. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Jeez Louise. It wasn't the rockers weren't like clattering like hell or anything. No, not on that truck, actually. What? Yeah, you heard me right. Are you sure? I'm you pretty sure, sure. You had a six four. I put a lot of miles on that truck. Dude, I, uh, I need to do something about my six liter because I keep thinking it's like a pulley squeaking, but I'm pretty sure it's a lifter getting ready to spill its guts all through that thing. So I need to. Is it thumping out the intake? No, it's just doing the. That might just like, be pulley. You have to pull the belt off quick. Oh, I already, I already know. Uh, it's gonna die. I'm actually, soon. I'm, a, I'm honestly really, really curious about this truck that you bought at an auction. You, you said it was. Yep, because we sell cars too, so we go to, we go on the dealer auctions. And... Oh, I've God, always, I I've always wondered, right? I've always wondered if it was worth it, like to, to get a power stroke and do an engine. Like, these engines are so much money. Like, man, is it better just to buy a new truck, or is it? worth it to put an engine in one of these trucks it's a well, they the newer well they don't really depreciate that much anymore as yeah. we've seen how just inflated the diesel truck market is right now right oh this guy just absurd. called me the new diesel tech round oh boss is higher um i don't know I don't know. Yeah. So, well, I think why we got this so cheap too is the miles were unknown because for some reason they took the dash apart, had the cluster out. Okay. So I didn't know if it had 300 or if it had 20,000. We got okay. it back and put it halfway together. It had 93 on it. Ooh. And that's it. And I bought, I bought that out of Atlanta. So it is pristine underneath. So did you go through Copart or? Which no, all? it's uh, Mannheim auctions actually. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because we get part we, is not our dealership it, but... pulls a lot through Mannheim and Yep. I wish I could get our guys to do it, but corporate policy says no. So right. It, it seems like it'd be a cool project to put on YouTube to do like power. I'm I'm sure people have done it. I but... almost dropped eight grand on a truck that has never ran and needed a high pressure fuel system. And uh, the truck was out of Indiana guy in Michigan bought it, but he never titled it to himself. So I'm not going to get Wait. caught up in some title jumping BS. Are you saying so this, I just is, left this, it. this is recent? You're looking for, like, I was about, I was about to drive down and buy a truck. You're about to get a truck. I was about to do it, but the, whole title, or... thing, the whole title thing, I said, no way. Is it going to be a project? Yeah, it was going to be a whole series. Oh, okay, mm. sweet. But yeah. once, once I'm like, so did you sign the title to your name? And he goes, no. And I'm like, how long have you had the truck? He goes, about a year. And I'm like, nope, nope. I ain't got that's time. Gonna be, that. That's going to be a cool uh, series. Well, I'm not doing it because I'm not going to deal with the title on that truck. Oh, was it going to be a six seven in, like engine install or something? Or? Well, so the guy bought the truck as a project, and it only had. It was basically, it was missing the bed, 
missing the headlights, missing the grill, all that stuff. And the guy bought it knowing it needed a high pressure fuel system. So he was going to do it. I guess he got it. He got the whole fuel system put in, but didn't get further than that. So I'm like, well, does it run? Have you ever heard it run? No. So I asked him, what about the title? He said, it's got a clean Indiana title, but he hasn't titled it to himself. It's in the previous owner's name. To which I, it sounds I like you need a, it, it sounds like point. you need a you need a professional to help you. I already <laughs> talked with titling agencies. They said no, no not that. Like to help you find a good project. Like you want to you want to get. A oh good yeah, 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 yeah. You don't if want anyone, you don't want a No, well, no. It's the thing is like I'd be fine with you know. I think the truck itself. It was an eleven. It had three hundred and eighty on it. You want so... one that you want one that needs just the engine, and then you put the engine in it, and everything else is good. Like All right, I clean. think that would make some really good. You're talking, content you're content talking about you're talking about missing an missing the front end and missing this and that. Well, so the guy the guy put a bet on it, and you know he well, he basically red, put it. That's a red flag. Yeah, he put it he together. Put it together. That's a nightmare. You want something that's not been touched? It's got a bad engine. I right? I agree, but I'm oh, looking okay. at. I'm just looking at, dude, he only wanted eight grand for the thing. But the thing is I could buy a running one with less miles for a few grand more, right? That'd so, be a good parts truck. Yeah, but it's an Indiana truck. So the guy said no rust, and then I had him send me a picture of the frame. I'm like, nope. one, of the, one of the things about going that route is you got to be good. You got to know what you're looking at. You You got to be like really on top of your stuff yeah. to be buying trucks and putting engines in and actually making it viable. Sporting I already know, like, if I, I were mean, to do it, I would almost have to kind of lose a little, I would have to kind of spend a little more because on the actual truck, because I already know, like, I want... Oh, I I agree with you. There was a, um, there was a six liter that <clears throat> came through our shop and He's a Aaron, Aaron knows this truck and knows this story. It was a immaculate six liter right only That'd be a cool, that would be a cool project only had ninety three thousand miles on it um i mean i'm not one for outrageously big lifts but it had like an eight inch lift on it 37s dude the interior was like it never left 06 it was just clean nice and i like me a good um, clean six liter i think the guy had just bought it or whatever and he brought it in and the thing was just dead on a cylinder, like dead, dead, dead. And while I'm looking this thing over, I, you know, crack open the degas bottle. I look at it and there's fuel in it. Uh. So I'm like, okay, we got a dead, we got a dead hole and we got fuel in it. So I put a compression tester on it just for fun. And it was a dead, just dead zero. Mm, 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 so I go on Facebook and I see he's got the truck listed for 25 grand. What? And I can go into the details of the story if you guys want, but you know, the long guy. story short, long story Fair. short, I offered this guy some money and he told me, get lost. You guys don't know what you're doing. My mechanic came by and said, it just needs injectors and this, that, the other, he took it to three different shops to try to prove us wrong. And you know what the conclusion was every single time put an engine in it. So that was another one that could have been a really cool project. Cause I was going to yank the engine out of my truck, put it in that one, but it had a real cool truck to run. Cause I mean, dude, I, I don't blame anyone for not wanting to put like 
a Ford quality reman six liter in their truck for that sounds know, very sentimental. Take the heart, take the heart out of the old right? one and put it into the new one. I mean, I don't blame someone on not wanting to spend 18 grand to have a long block dumped in their truck, but at the same time, you got a two year unlimited mileage warranty. So, I mean, I guess if you're working the truck and you use it a lot, makes you money, sure, go for it. But you know, in this guy's case, it uh, didn't work out, but that's okay. Right. You know, I think I think that's badass that you put that engine in and got it off of uh, off an auction. That's like living a dream to me. You know, doing stuff like that. And it worked out good, just because I sold my eleven just before that. So, I mean, I'll keep this one now for a couple of years. The eleven I only had for a year, and I put fifty five thousand miles on it. So what are you going to be doing with the one that you just put the engine in? Well, I don't, uh, I'm not on the road as much. See my 11, I pulled a trailer around picking up all these cars from the auctions and I picked up my mm. truck from the auction. So, I mean, I have a 44 foot gooseneck I was using on my 11 and uh, yeah, we put the 11 through its paces quite a bit. And I'm assuming the 15, know. the body's good, good shape. Nothing. Was... It's got a couple dings dents, but I mean, it, not a speck of rust on it. So, at all. You know, smashed no no cool 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 and you're 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 in an area where they salt the roads and all that stuff right oh yeah so Big anything time. that's rust free is like something it sells you really good wanna, yeah well yeah. and i don't plan on selling it right away i mean i could i could still make a bunch of money but you know i'll keep this nice truck for myself for a while yeah we Thought just had a getting a dealer's just, license just for that reason yeah, unfortunately, at least in Minnesota, you have to actually have a, a physical office with a right. filing cabinet, bathroom, all that fun stuff. <laughs> you got to be legit, and they come check on you to make sure you're legit, too. Well, I'll do that, and then I'll register everything in Montana so I don't have to pay sales tax on Montana. it. Montana. What, uh, Felix, on your truck, what was the first thing you did to it after you bought it i'll tell you right besides now. all this freaking maintenance he's got he's got, very I proud got it right here in the book which i'm very proud of i will commend you for that he's like friend. i'm not even going to tell you i'm going to show you oil change and oil filter okay okay first thing i did when i got it you know, no and shit. I got the truck. I got the truck from my old boss, and he, I know he took just as good care as I do. So I wasn't too worried, but I knew what I was gonna put it through. So I was like, "Let me first thing oil change." So how how many miles did it have on it when you got it? It had forty. Forty thousand. Forty thousand. Mm, mm. Okay. And he got a zero. Okay, but at least you know the history and all that. Exactly. Yeah, he kept the notebook just like I did. So it's a nineteen three fifty. What trim level you got? XL with the STS package. Oh, that's okay. that's probably the best one to get because 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 of the cost yeah. of the truck. Yeah. Or work wise, like I don't I don't really I would have liked them, but no need for the leather seats. At the end, they took out the rear seats, so I would have right, just had yeah. them outside rotting, which would have not been good for leather seats. Right. And, uh, what else? Uh, what was besides after that? Oh, brakes. I went to O'Reilly's and got the lifetime warranted uh, towing brakes. Okay, Dude, I, okay. I love how that system works with like part stores. 
is you can just buy them and you're like, you're yeah. in the box. Here, and new pair. Here, give me a new pair. And, and <laughs> we run through them, you know? So that it was, I think, 80 bucks the first time we purchased them, the front and rears. And then it's, I take them off myself, go to O'Reilly's on the bike or whatever, or just pick them up, pay for them ahead of time. Right, and then when right. I'm done changing them, I just take them back and they put me the funds back. Uh, okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's, that's that. That's pretty cool. <gasps> yeah, it's a good, good, good way of doing it. Do you exactly. use your Wait, engine brake? About how much cheaper that is than going to? Uh, the, the, I, as soon or? as I'm, uh, I hitch up onto the truck, either or would be the tow haul mode and the exhaust brake. The engine okay. brake, okay. automatic. I put it on automatic and the uh, tow haul mode as soon as reloaded. So what is what is the difference between like the engine brake when you just turn it on or turn it on automatic? What 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 does it do different? I'll be honest with you, man. I have no idea. I think when I looked into it, the difference is when it's on all the time, it's any time it sees any sort of a D cell. Yes. Or a throttle lift, but auto it's going to look for a brake input or a coast of yeah. some sort. It it'll it'll normally when the engine brake will turn on in my case is anytime we're on a, like a degree slope. Can't get on it. As okay. soon as we hit the brake, it'll just start going down from six, five, lock itself in fourth, about 2,000 revolutions, and you can just hear the thing bzzz, while it's doing its work the whole time. I yeah. find that when I have my engine brake on, I will I will go to take off, and it'll be I will go through every single gear. It'll be yeah. bam, 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 where I would normally be like one, three. Exactly. You know, so on and so on. It would definitely skip shift. So, um, Aaron, do you prep trucks at all? Um, only if they're special ones. Have you ever driven like a cabin chassis truck with nothing on it and you turn the engine brake on? No, I haven't. You you basically don't have to touch the brakes. (laughs) Really? Really? I mean, there's like no weight to it. There's no more literally wait until like you're going like five miles an hour and then you can just barely put your foot on and it'll just come to a stop. You know what I've been noticing is I have been on the surface streets going, you know, like 45 miles an hour. Mm -hmm. And like, I know when I get to like 48, it'll go into ninth gear. Well, I'm at like 50 and it won't shift into 10th until like uh, 55. If I put it down in M, click it up to 10 put it back into d it stays in 10th and i'll be going 45 miles an hour my rpms get down i'm like almost at a thousand rpm what rear ends in yours she just bogging mine's i got the 410 oh okay okay 410 gears 410 gears 410 gears dude though that's a magical number right there anything (laughs) you want to do 410 gears 410 410 that's it i like the you want to go drag racing Four tenths. You want to go rock crawling? Four tenths. Yeah, I think it was uh, the four fifty-five or four thirty-five. That's on the four fifties. It's it's really good. The only thing was that uh, I think the four tens they're they're nicer on the takeoffs too. Like I'm not always towing twenty-four-seven, so sometimes I like my truck to you know to have fun with it too. For sure. Yeah, with the four thirty gear, all that torque and that low end power, a four thirty exactly. might be better if you got like a gas engine that kind of revs up a little more. There you I'm go. Like, yeah. You know, until I'm, it's like I got a love hate. Like when I'm not working it, I kind of wish I had a three five five. But once I'm loaded and all the time, loaded and plowing, got that yeah, near gross vehicle like, weight rating. Do you get? Do you get what? 
No, I'm sorry. He just said the my trigger word. What's that? Oh, you got a drink. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> I didn't I didn't pick up on that. I was like, what, huh? Who? What? Um Yeah, the four eight eights that you can get in them aren't very fun to run on the highway. No, that's, especially that's, at seventy because yeah. the truck just screams. Yeah. <laughs> it's like you have less bite. Like the truck to the road, it's like less bite the higher up you go. Whereas the three five five, you feel those shifts more, and it just wants to go a little quicker with all this torque. Agree with you on that. Yeah. The one so, thing I have been noted. Oh, go ahead, go ahead. No, no, I was just gonna read a comment. This guy, I just get a comment on the last video. He's like, "Do you recommend deleting the six seven? They say they're way. They say they're way better after deletion. Thank you, sir. Great channel. Deletion. If you say deletion, deletion. then." <laughs> Don't First rule Let's of try thumb. not to roast this guy about. Oh no, we're, yeah. we're, gonna, we're gonna say, no, we're gonna say right. one, one thing, and then we'll cut it off there because the first rule of thumb about talking about deletes, don't talk about deletes, is not talk about. Don't deletes. talk about deletes. Simple as that. Yeah. So, um, yeah, back to Felix. I had a question uh, that I forgot to ask you. Do you have tinted windows? I had tinted windows. I have the limousine ones in the back now. And I had them up front too, but they made me take them off, man. It was just, yeah. it was getting annoying. Yeah. And there's certain states, dude, it's like as soon as you go in, they're like, either keep your windows down and go 70 on the highway, or, you know, just, you know, you're going to get pulled over eventually. Yeah. Anything north of Missouri. Yeah, pretty much. Over. And I'm from Florida. So in Florida, everybody's running 5%. It's legal to run 5%. Damn. Yeah. Well, that's Limo so deep funny. like the president. Yeah, you can, but look, now it's like, right? Man, you know what? I need to move to Florida. Why would you want to do that? More freedom. Uh, What freedom do they have in Florida that we don't have here? I'm just joking. Ain't nobody wearing masks down there, and people can go eat wherever they want. I think think they're wearing masks. I think they're wearing masks, but they can go out. You know, it's like a different world down there. Actually, yeah, you can go to the places, you can go to the movies, you can have a dining. Damn, you You go to the movies too? Yeah, dude, once I pass, I think it's North Carolina. That's it. We're not allowed to do nothing here but go to work. How about you, Dan? You guys locked down too? Uh, pretty much. They just opened up the bars halfway wow. again, but I don't know. They caught the governor eating in Wisconsin the other day at a restaurant, so they're they catch, them break. Hey, it's like what? they catch. It's like they That's catch every funny. governor. <laughs> so funny. Apparently, they roused them so bad at the restaurant they had to leave. No shit. It was kind of like when, when Big Gretch's husband got caught trying to put his boat in and skip the line. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I heard about that on the news. It's like, well, do you know who I am? All right, we're getting out of politics. This gets yeah. too. This gets yeah. too heated. Yeah. So uh, I did. Go ahead. Go ahead wow, that was loud. No. Yeah. I, I uh, lately, what I've guys. been, I've been uh, uh, what I've been having this uh this problem. I don't know if it's a problem or is just due to the torch six how strong it is. Uh, when I'm when I'm going, let's say 70, 75 miles per hour, uh, and somebody cuts me off and I got a break just hard break it'll shut me down to five and everything is fine there but once it wants to get back into six the shift is so firm it's like a, it'll knock you literally forward and really? then it's it's cool after that yeah it's and probably it's probably happen. just your line pressure going up higher to protect the transmission okay right. it's, it's, that probably, makes sense. it's probably fine 
I'd see if there's a, a, a new, I mean, shoot, since your truck was built, there's probably some software updates for your TCM and, and whatnot. Is that while towing? Is that, that is while towing too though, right? Normally it happens more when towing, but it would happen if I'm going 70, 75, anybody cuts me off and I'm from five to six at any moment, that moment that I'll put my, my foot back on the pedal that it's gaining RPM to go back into six. It'll, it'll have a, a hard ship. Boom. And then well, can... well, you got to think too, you do have 190 on it on the, on the clock. Yeah. Right. So, yeah. I mean, it could just be starting to have some signs of wear. it might be something that it does and never really causes an issue. So I did have a customer ain't... have to replace a valve body for some weird stuff. Like he'd put it into drive, like he'd be in park, he put it down in drive and it'd be like, bam. and then like, he'd oh. go to put it in reverse and it would like fucking bang. Not while he was moving, but well, I mean, like the most common solenoid valve body thing with those is the downshifts from like five to four, three to two, and two to one, where it literally feels like you got rear-ended by someone. Now, yeah, now take this take this into account too. Most of your miles and most of your driving is in like five, five and six. Yeah, it's all five. So and six. most of your wear could be in five and six. You service exactly. a training on it. Yeah, yeah, I do uh, tranny fluid and tranny filter every 45, 50,000 miles. Damn, is it getting close? Good. Is it get, is it uh, close to being due uh, at all? Repeat that. I don't, I don't understand. Is it? Are you getting close to doing another one? Uh, putting a new transmission in? No, new transmission service. Oh, filter yeah. Filter fluid. And, that's the, time, and you're doing filter too? Yeah, I do filter and fluid at the same time. Okay. Next time you come through Detroit, let me know. I'll I'll reprogram that shit for you for sure. Perfect. Yeah. Man, I was about to offer him the same thing. You did what? I changed the fluid and the filters at a hundred and a hundred eighty thousand miles. Oh, I just shit. did it. Okay. I just did it again. Uh, all them bolts I'm came out Robert good right around the transpan. Yeah, the first time I did it, uh, I watched a video on YouTube. And the guy said to torque them down. That, I'm not, that wasn't really a smart idea. I actually killed two bolts on that. Uh, but thank God, it was one on one side and one on the other. So besides that, no, everything is good. The bolts come out right out. The gasket is, is still working. This is like the fourth fluid change. Gasket is still good. Damn. Wow. Nice. That's fucking awesome, man. Like, I'm, that's, I mean, that's probably the best maintenance thing I've heard all day. Um, um, as far as your little, your, your, your composition notebook that you had told me about and writing down all that stuff and myself, even when, um, I'm getting fuel, I have a little, uh, oh, let me pull out my little notebook here. And I, I do that back. when I add additives, if I'm swapping from one additive yeah. to another, I want to know if it could have been that additive or at that fuel stop that caused the problem. If it's, mm-hmm. let's say if it starts farting or acting out of normal, something. I'm going back to the book because there was For something sure. that I did that it's in the book. I'm coming back. Yeah, Smart like man. I wish, right I wish now, more people could follow what you're doing. I went to Pilot and Pilot had this crazy deal. I think it was the death all season diesel boost. And those cost like 10, 15 bucks at the store. They had them for a dollar and 50 cents. So I went all out. I bought 10 of those things and I'm running that now. But as soon as I changed it, I was like, all right, swap from Howie's and using this. Okay. Okay. And I'll be honest with you. That thing is working great, man. I'm actually gaining about one to two more miles per gallon. And I'm I'm confirming this on the OBD too. Now, have you, have you tried, have you tried Hot Shot Secret? 
Because a lot of guys claim the same thing with hot Dude, shots. Dude, I know guys that I are religious I'll be about honest that with stuff. you, for the price of it, man, I run through so much, I'm not going to waste that much Hold money on. Hold on. Let me show oh, you okay. a picture so of that, that, So this Sean. stuff's more This stuff's more affordable than hot shots. Yeah, I'm well, getting a, for a hot shot secret. Yeah. yeah, you'll get 320 gallons for almost 70, 80 bucks. So this guy, this guy said he put this in his truck overnight at 20 degrees. Here's hot shots, anti-gel. You see, that's the that's the, the thing though. Most people WTF. Don't yeah, that I thought that it was supposed fluid? to not gel. Yeah. No, that's the thing. It has to mix though. with the fuel though. The, but yeah, you said wait, what temperature? Wait a second. What temperature uh, was it? Uh I have to look at the Facebook post, but I think he said it was under 20 where he was or under 26. Yeah. That huh. liquid itself. It, I don't know what else it might have in it, you know, the whatever they make it with, but that'll freeze. Those molecules. Yeah, no, that's freeze. the actual. So he's showing us the bottle of this stuff is frozen. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, that doesn't mean anything because it's not no, mixed with. No, it's got to mix with the I, fuel. I, I, yeah. You put know. it in your. I had one time my diesel fuel tank. It actually the diesel actually gelled up on me. This was in Colorado. It was freezing. I went inside, got the winterized, like cleaned the white bottle, dumped it in there, waited five minutes, started the motor up. No worries. Okay. Damn, dude, the diesel nine one one stuff will—it'll clear works. out a tank. Wow, <laughs> it will. Was you're that like? Was that like two years ago that happened, or was this recent? No, this was recent. This was about a year ago, almost. I think it was like two years ago. My buddy was out in Colorado, and he was just waxing filters left and right, and it did not matter what he put in it. So, what are you doing, like, for your tank in the back? Do you have it like? plumbed into your main tank so you don't have to stop or like how does that work uh, no i don't mind stopping every now and then i need a reason to stop so i haven't plumbed it inside if not my wife would just turn on the outfitter and keep driving <laughs> right right <laughs> i mean awesome. i've seen some of those where you just tap right into the filler neck and it, yeah, goes, I should do that. it goes straight in uh, yeah, yeah 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 but does yours have like a does yours have a pump on it yeah i have this right here Oh, we're live. Just like DS, that's tight. So yeah, does that have a, a that that's got another filter on it? Uh, it has. We can't hear you. I, oh, you I can't? understood that. Oh, we can't hear you now. Can you hear me? Yeah. Yep. Okay. Cool. So yeah. Uh... <laughs> oh shit. It was raining outside. I don't blame you. <laughs> but with that so, transmission, uh, with that transmission issue, I wonder if you could uh, have FDRS hooked up and do a road test and actually see it happen. If you could see, like, if it detected any slippage and wrapped up the pressure, or for whatever reason, like, if you, if it'd be possible to diagnose and figure out why it would shift hard. Yeah, you, all you trying. have to do is look at the pids for it. Right. I've been trying. I have the I have the OBD two scanner and. Well, you'd have, have IDS because that's a 19. Yep, yeah, but you could do good, it. You could probably Sean, do it with four scan. I have the four scan. I've been trying to get it with the four scan, but it's like it's hard because it's only gonna happen when somebody either cuts me off and I'm going that fast. Right. You know, and I'm just gonna going, be recording it. Right. Yeah, right. and then it's like 
what are the odds that I'm going to have it? So it's like that six speed transmission is legendary. So I'm curious to how far that's going to last as well. That's, as the that's what I'm saying. I honestly, they, I'm expecting it to get to three, four, but I don't think yeah. it's going to make it. Not the dude before. who just drove up from Texas uh, for me to fix his battery light, he was a 350 dually and he was hot shotting. I think he was dropping, uh, what do you say? He was dropping some trailers off. Um, but his shit was banging. And he wound up going back down there. I got him the part numbers and everything. And he wound up putting the valve body on his truck. And it wound up fixing his his shift flares. Just kind of like what Matt was talking about. Um, Dude, those aren't but, flares. Those are straight drops. Well, yeah, not flares. <laughs> just bam. Well, um, man, if you were already having flares, wouldn't you just want to do the whole trance? stuff's already flaring i mean it comes dude it comes down to cost that tranny is it's not cost, yeah no it's not i no, noticed I think, with my I think yeah. a box, somebody to do it somebody you can trust to do it like a box is probably damn near what an engine costs like a long oh, yeah. block cost like i think that, those trains yeah. are just about six seven grand that seven yeah, three godzilla seven that seven three godzilla engine that i did that crank seal on i have to put a trans in his truck just parts i'm at like 9700 and change but that's a 10 speed cost cap didn't speed. tell you to replace it no uh yeah i am replacing it oh yeah duh engineering you know what me, i, I will say this six speed to 10 speed i kind of like the six speed better because you know 10 speeds are cool honestly I mean, i'm dude, feeling more give, hard them, give them give them a few years they'll have it I'm ironed feeling, out i'm feeling hard shifts when plowing it's like man i know it's i know it's fine but I was coming from yeah, a five-speed four-by-two, four to ninety-eight F one fifty. So I'll take the ten speeds and the no clutch any day. It was great in my one fifty, but for for work and reliability, I don't know. I don't know hmm. if the six-speed might be, you know, it's tried and true. You know, dude, I just want to think about how like, bad anus an electric truck would be doing like vocational stuff. I think the best situation would be an electric truck, but it needs to have a diesel power uh, situation where it's so power, not yeah, like a hybrid. Well, he wants yeah. or like a Sean wants, Sean wants a full hybrid, yeah, like a like a locomotive. Like it's got it's got yeah, like a locomotive situation. Oh, I think, speaking yeah. of, now I saw do, my first now power do locomotives. Boost. Do locomotives? Dude, do, do, do you hear uh, it? Do the boom? Yeah, boop. yeah, 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 yeah. Boop. No, we got our uh, we got our first Machi in the other day, and what? you saw it. The things. I mean, I'm not so keen on the back end of it, but we're all looking at. It, we're like, yeah, license plate will dress it up. It'll look fine. But those does that are, make a noise when it's backing up? Yeah, dude, you can't hear the car. No, it's, kidding. Uh, you, you don't hear the drives. Wow. You don't hear anything, and does everyone wants to hate on it. That thing's affordable. I don't care does what it says. Dude, I mean, I didn't get to drive it because it is a first it edition. Sold? It's a yeah, it was a first edition. The customer didn't have us do a PDI on it or anything. No kidding! Wow, oh, hey, nobody that's, driving that's that because cool. I think there's only what 300 of those that got made, and we have I another one coming in. So get this: those things Damn. are assembled. Final assemblies in Mexico, right? You want to know how they get here? No, on a train. <laughs> really. That is the first vehicle I have seen on the destination sticker. It says final assembly. Rail? I can't even remember the name of the plant because I'm going to butcher it, and I don't want to do that town injustice. But it Shua, says... Shua, Lua, Lua, Lua. 
No, it's not Chihuahua. It's Chihuahua. <laughs> no, that's where the engines come from. It comes I from like... the Chihu- It comes from the Chihuahua plant, right? Chihuahua I mean, plant. I don't know if I said that right. I'm gonna feel bad if I just offended yeah, someone. Yeah, you got Chihuahua but, right. But that's where the engines come from, and uh, for the six sevens at least. Um, but no, it said right on there, delivery method rail. So I'm like, oh, imagine, all I'm imagining all these like Mach-E electric vehicles, just blue choo- window sticker or, or desert, green. just like a ton of them. Yeah. Uh, Was it special order? Like, did they order that? They just didn't yeah, no, a it's special unit. No, it's special order. No shit. Damn. I want to order a truck. Did you order your truck, Felix? Well, no, all the, you, all the, get on the line? first editions are special. No, order. he got his, he got it from his boss. I, I got it from my boss. Oh, I, th- I think I missed that part. Dude, the yeah. thing is, I mean, you know this. Dealers don't like to have to put in a special order. They'd rather find one. In... That's already there, and they're trying to get it. To, yeah, they'd rather yeah. just do that. It's more. Yeah. But, like, I hear these people, like, my, not these people, but I've heard, you know, just on Facebook and people talking about their trucks. And my, uh, my brother-in-law's uncle just got a brand new 21. And I hear him texting. He's like, oh, I just got my VIN number today. Oh, I just got my build date. I'm like, oh, I want to build my own truck. I'm like, <laughs> go down to build a truck in Kentucky. I know. Like, let me, I told, <laughs> boss, I've been on the. My like, boss did build his, though. He got he, this one how he wanted it. Oh yeah, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he, he, Felix, you do you have do you have you the vinyl cameras? floors or do you have carpet floors? I have the carpet floors. See, that's a thing that you can only get built though. Yeah, that's a custom order on an XL. That's a custom order you can't get because no, you I had just gone through this with a guy on Facebook that was like, I'm like, dude, I'm. You we've see, got you, like you hundreds. You see XLs with vinyl floors. What about Bliss? No, I couldn't carpet tell those floors. real taillights. Do you have that oh, Bliss on there? Oh, yeah, or no? you're right. You have to probably uh, order what's That's a, a special what's order. The that, yeah, blind, yeah. that blind spot? Oh, uh, on the side, that little yeah. thing on the mirror? No. No, in the taillights. That... Well, yeah, but Bliss is also the... Well, yeah, Bliss and Lane Departure... Oh, you'd have to be out of it. You have to be a hired in an XL. So it seems like your boss wanted to build a really affordable truck with some features. So did he, did he get the 360 camera? Yeah, we have the oh. 360 camera. We have the ultimate tow package. Are you running an auxiliary camera? No, you can get that for the trailer. I, I, I wanted to ask about that. Yeah. The, the cameras. Cause I've seen those. I, I got mean, one. If you're going to be running the same truck all the time or the same trailer. I oh yeah, say, you're, you're, yeah, you're doing RVs. Well, was, no, hold on. How long? How long is the lead though? I think you can get an extended lead and then a magnetic mount. Oh, wireless That's a hard thing. I, yeah, I need wireless because it's too okay. cold for me to want to run a wire yeah. from a 30 40 foot trailer yeah, yeah and then you're gonna have to sit there and yeah no man and... if not i'll get off the truck and just help my wife back up well yeah second. you're gonna be like you're, like, you're gonna be like <laughs> hey, you, yeah this this, this, you, cord, um, this cable's long enough and you're gonna turn if you're, and you're running gonna... if you're running a dedicated trailer then the whole install kind of sets everything up so when you're hooking up your trailer you just plug it in just like another wire but if I you're wanna... switching trailers it won't really there's a there's this video on youtube uh and he installs an extra camera, so when he puts his uh, gooseneck on, it's in the middle of his bed, facing, let's say this is the bed, it's in the middle of the bed. So when he turns on his auxiliary, he can see where his gooseneck is actually lined up with the ball. Oh, really? Okay. That, you can do that from, uh, 
You can do that from camera source where it allow you yeah, to plug into the factory camera. And, yeah, because uh, this is the one that we have. Oh, yeah, dude, they got the kit. Yeah, they got the big screen. Dude, oh, yeah. Yeah, because um, one of our one of our company, well, I guess you could say our owner's family has a XL 2020 that has power windows and it has the big screen with the 360 camera on it. And I didn't realize that you could, I mean, I never saw that I prepped like that, but it was just a, you had to buy, you had to order it like that. Yeah. So like you, there's a company called camera source online and they have cameras that you can hook into the factory setup and it'll give you either the auxiliary camera you can switch out the reverse and get a flush mount type of deal that i have i have those in the back of my salt spreaders but you can also get auxiliary so you hit the button and it pulls up the where you can put it wherever you want or you can go through ford i believe and get the auxiliary one but i don't know which way is cheaper i'd have to look into that if it's got the blue oval on it it's probably way more expensive Probably just going to throw that the, out there. It, it may or may not be because some of the stuff from camera source is Ford. Like my, they sell the camera. It's a Ford. The actual unit that's in the, in their little box is a f- actual Ford camera. So it's a little bit of a markup actually compared to what you get from the dealer. Somebody's laundry is done. Yeah, that's mine. Dude, uh, <laughs> speaking of things that are Ford, but you wouldn't guess it. Napa knock sensors and i only know this from replacing them are ford sensors really so my only guess is ford had this surplus of warranty knock sensors that had nothing wrong with them because when you go through what is aaron what is it pinpoint test rd oh yeah they have you replace the sensor and if the, you know, if the code doesn't go away, then they have you replace the module. Well, you've already replaced the sensor. They're not going to tell you to put the old one back in. I'm wondering if they're like, well, these are all fine. So we'll we'll make a couple bucks off of them and sell them to Napa. Sell them to Napa. That's my With Napa stuff, that. you never know. Dude, I don't trust Napa anything. Like a nope. Gates water pump, get out of town. Yeah, no Napa here. No, I um, I understand that it's more expensive to go with Motorcraft or Ford parts, but you want to update on the bus, did. Matt? Huh? You want to update on the bus? Ooh, you got a bus update. I want to so, hear your bus update. ESP jerked me around for one whole week, back well, yeah, and forth. It's ESP for you. Yeah, ESP. Thank you, ESP. I hope ESP is listening. I don't know why you guys got game playing. Got I don't know why you got guys over there and gals playing games when really what you're doing is wasting time and cutting pasting stuff that makes absolutely no sense into the fields. Did they ask for pictures of things that didn't even make sense? Yeah. So after that, a picture of the back end of the bus. We need a picture of the tires. We need. We need a picture. We need a picture of the steps going into the bus. (laughs) All to Um, do exhaust manifold. Yeah. Like really, Um, uh, lowballed me for twenty four, and then, and then uh, we order an engine. 
only to find out that they are no longer available. So we had to get a hold of Triple B to get a correct reman number to order with a high volume oil pump. So again, here it is now two weeks have gotten time invested in I don't understand the way they've done stuff now. To It just seems like it's become a monumental pain in the ass because if you want a part number, you have to contact these guys and then they give you that one. And then you have to contact these other guys to verify that is the right part number. Hey, and you know what? Don't tell me it's because of COVID. I'm sick and tired of everybody using that as, as an excuse. I'm dumb with hey, it. Man. Well, I mean, I don't want to hear it. COVID made me do it. I don't want to hear it. The lower oil pan plant was shut down indefinitely due to it for a minute there. And now you, now you can't get you can't get flex plate bolts. So what do you do? Just stop working? Bolt. You just stop working? They're going to send you these $600 stimulus checks that people are going to cut up because they think they're scams Dude, you know what I'm in the mail? Gonna, you know what I'm going to put my stimmy again? I'm going to put that money in GameStop. And we'll see. WTF. <laughs> whenever this thing, whenever this airs, we'll see what happens. We'll see what we'll see where GameStop is again. Mm. What's going on with GameStop? I saw a little bit of that. Oh, dude. People playing a lot of video games right now. No, dude. Oh, my gosh. You want to talk what they, about. What are, they, what are they doing that's so next level? Are they like. <sighs> Let's just say the hedge funds, the hedge funds and the short sellers got played super hard. I don't play games. Is it because the PS5 came out and their their stocks are up because there's a new The stuff with the stock markets and screwing the man went so far that Wall Street betters Discord group and their Reddit page got taken down. I don't know what that means to me. Me either, man. You like, what? Regardless, what I'm getting at is people screwed with people that like to screw people and they weren't happy. That's all I'm getting at. Well, well anyway, back to the power strokes. Yeah, uh, back to real life things. My Pellegrino. Yeah. Well, oh. shit, you're drinking Pellegrino. We might as well keep talking about the stock market. Oh, shoot. Let me get my cigar. Ah. I don't know. I'm thinking about doing some 37s on the 450. My only my only problem is like I feel a little bit like uh you I don't put want people thirty sevens on it? Yeah. Why? It's gonna be big. <laughs> it's gonna be big. My one of my customers one of my one of my customers got a it's got additive. a raptor. One what of my customers mean? has a raptor with thirty sevens on it. It looks so good. And, uh, right. Sean, 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 look at me, Sean, look at me, look at me, focus, there's a lot of guys, there's a lot of guys with 37s on well, 450s, it's not, yeah, not a semi-truck tires, freaking 22.5s, yeah, what they say, Matt, 22.5s, they run, they take 22.5s and cut them down, to what, with 22. No, they, not not all the time. Sometimes they do. Sometimes they don't. If, sometimes they get an adapter. You want to be running around on a semi tire? No, I don't. I think it'd be too stiff. Exactly. I, w- I don't want to run a twenty-two-five. It would you be. Get, it would you be can, too you, stiff. Definitely. You can get the a things would be singing. You can get a. You can get American Force twenty-two. 
Oh my God, run, Sean, like, who are you? Who are you? You're about to put forces on your rig. I have, I have a friend who actually oh, has yeah, that. Truck. He has a 450 with the upgraded tires. He got the 20s with the semi tires on it. And I rode that thing, dude. That thing, you will hear it. Just the tires the whole time. Unbelievable. It will yeah. literally drive you crazy. You spend 11 Sean? hours in that thing. And Sean, are you into guns? No, he said he wanted to move to move to Florida. Shoot, he talking like he about to roll in Miami on some thirty seven <laughs> super Sean, swampers. Sean, are you into guns? Big, I just I just need to know. Are you are you like your big firearms guy? No, why? Boing boing clock clock. I was gonna say if you got a gun, you'd probably be running around with a Gucci Glock. Got all the little trinkets and everything on it. Gucci <laughs> Pulled out the Gucci Glock. He Gucci got that. He got that Call of Duty little uh, uh little attachment hanging. They got they got the whole thing seracoded one color, and then they got their barrel anodized it's funny, this color. It's funny you bring that up because that the guy Gucci. the guy with the Raptor <laughs> does that. He seracodes guns. He's a he's a big his he's blown deadline on uh Instagram. So look so him up real quick. He's now. got the Gucci Glock. He's got he does some badass guns, but I don't really you know. I don't really I know about Saracoting the gun. If I they could figure it. out something, if they I could the, figure out, they got the body in the slide, Saracoted army drab green, and then they got the gold barrel with compensator on it and everything. And let me let me say this. Let me. Black. I will say this. I wouldn't be opposed to running a bigger thirty-seven inch tire rotating uh, rotating diameter to get my RPMs down a little bit. Why don't we just change out your gear set at that point? It seems I don't know. That might be cheaper, actually. Yeah. Yeah. If you're talking about doing forces yeah. and thirty sevens, geez, you might as well buy a whole new truck at that point. Shoot. Should check out Nitro Gear and Axle. Hey, I could probably. I had a. I had a quick question. Yeah. Uh, I know this is like a universal quote. It could be almost anything, but I had gotten the P zero four twenty. It it came on one time. Uh, I scanned it, found that it was just that. I ended up buying Lucas Diesel Deep Clean, which cleans the DPF. Supposedly, it's like Cataclean. I put that in there, ran ran it twice. After I took the coat off, it has never come back. No kidding. A 420 yeah. and a diesel? Wow. What yeah, and then I ran, I ran the scan and the uh, OBD2, and it gave me, it told me the EGRT1, it had a fail. But then I kept running that test over and over again, and it has not came up again no more. I even bought the sensor. It was like $70 at Ford. And yeah, that's not a cheap I tried sensor. To, I tried to get the, the code to come again, and nothing. So the thing with EGR, it was probably like EGRTA, yeah, is if you, cycle, if you cycle the key fast enough, it'll set a code for it because I don't know what it is, and this is something we went over in training, It'll just think that that parameter is permanently stuck at like negative 40. <laughs> no that's, clue that's why pretty, it does that. But if you take like a newer truck and you cycle the key like 10 times super fast, hmm. check engine light. Oh, shit. That's good. That's good to know. Because well, is that the sensor in the, in the up pipe or in the EGR the, crossover? Yeah, that's the one in the EGR valve, that, the first one. That's coming off of the block that uh, goes right next to the the EGR valve. You'll have that sensor screwed into it right there. Yeah, from the that EGR cooler pipe. to the intake. Yeah. So, so hey, hey, Dan. So at your shop, 
are you the guy who actually put the engine in your truck or did you have like a mechanic um so before i got it my brother put the engine in the frame but i put everything else together myself from a nice little box of parts that the previous owner left okay so you had to sort it all out or was it all neat made sense oh no it was no need it was a mess it was a big pile of bolts in the back floor it's like what is it about a vehicle when you've done the work to it it's way more sentimental it's way more special than just picking it up off the lot you know it's in a situation like yours where you kind of had to figure something out more complicated right well and i've had i've had some issues with that i had a p uh, was it two p204 or no p207f for the deaf quality oh boy yeah so i on code yeah right so luckily enough i had a couple parts trucks lying around i swapped the sensors and the not modules um i was just able to heat them up and get the sensors right out no problem Mm. and uh the thing would not do the drive cycle procedure at all i would get the first uh uh, deaf injector square wave and it would just flatline after that i would not get the pattern um so after weeks of banging my head did you replace the deaf injector um with a used one eventually yeah but what i ended up doing is i'm on my laptop now i load i downloaded uh fjds and got the software license and reprogrammed the truck good to go wow they must have done an update to it then yeah, so I reprogrammed the Knox modules, PCM. I kind of wish I would have done it sooner because I would have saved myself a lot of time. But, Word. Dude, some of those drive cycles. You're I think it's like, ridiculous. It's a PETA. The worst oh, one is man. the one that you're talking about where it's you're in idle only mode. Yep. And they have you ramp up, you know, EGT to whatever temp. And then you sit there and you wait for... Like you were saying, you monitor uh, death injection duty cycle, and then you wait for the square wave, right? Yeah. Well, then they tell you to hold your foot to the floor and drive it and wait for it to come out. See, that's for for cab chassis. Right. That's a a problem if, like, you have someone in front of you because the truck just comes alive out of nowhere when you're not (laughs) expecting it. That sounds kind of sketchy. It's sketch. It's very sketchy, because you're just putzing around the dealership with your foot to the floor. You're like, do do do. Well, hey going Matt, like you no miles an hour. You do a lot and of then cab chassis. All of a sudden, chassis, the right? truck's just. Vroom. You do a lot of cab chassis, Matt. So oh, big cabin there, chassis guy. Is there regions different with the operator command? Is it like you can do it at any percentage, or do you have to be at a hundred percent? I mean, you like, can. It depends on how it's programmed. Hmm. Well, I wonder if I can get a program like that, or do I have to be in cabin chassis? I mean, I'm yeah. going to tell you to stop obsessing over when your truck regens. That's what I'm going to tell you. Well, the yeah, only I have a thing... question for you guys about that. Go ahead. When does your truck regen? Does it go by miles exactly, or by when it reaches 100%? It goes by by DPF load. So like, you know, your DPF pressure differential Mm -hmm. sensor, 
it just looks for the correct input and then it's like is the truck hot enough for it okay is the fuel level high also enough? also too but it also goes off of like it averages. will it will do one if it has been so many miles it'll do one okay like if it's been x just by default it'll just somehow yeah, mine's mine's would i ha i'll check it on the on the phone I'm, as soon as i i'm on the road i turn on the i connect the truck to the phone and sometimes i'll do the regen it'll be 100 percent, but the dpf is only loaded at 70 and yeah. it'll go down to 10 but then i've hit i've hit so many miles where the the cycle process will hit 100 and i'm only loaded with 20 percent soup so one thing yeah. i learned through talking with even a rod is when you're, when you're, when you're, when your dash, exactly. When your dash says a hundred percent, it's not truly a hundred percent. It's just right. within. Yeah, my, I'm not even going to go into it. Cause I don't need to confuse people. Yeah. My yeah. Like you won't notice, you shouldn't notice. There's really no difference really in performance between like 20% and a hundred percent because there's way no. more room for error or way more capacity in that filter before you'd even notice, but for all intents and purposes, they want you to do a regen when it says hundred percent on the dash. Right. But one thing I noticed. Cause if we, if, if you did a regen when it was like at full, I mean, it's a, it's like you're saying it's a margin of error at that point. Yeah. But so if so, you were to do it when could, the DPF is actually a hundred percent full versus a third percent full, right? Because technically that's what it is. You'd be wasting or, half full then you're probably going to plug it up well for example you could stay at 100 but you don't know if you're at like 150 because but right, you don't right, know how yeah. far you don't know if you're at going. well the other thing is you can be at 100 and you don't know if you're at you can be 100 at the dash and you could be 30 on ids right right yeah, cause cause that's how that's what happens to me a lot. Like with the regions, it, it's not it's cause it's a hundred percent loaded. It'll just whenever it feels like it wants to regen, it'll say now's the time to regen. It's at a hundred percent time for regen. One thing I noticed though about this regen stuff is once you like do a regen, if you're driving, so if you do a regen and you get the DPF really hot, and you continue to drive, it'll continue to go down. Yeah, it continues to go down, but how long until it actually starts filling back up? Because it's still hot. It doesn't. Oh, it fills up momentarily. Like, as soon it? as you stop regening, like, I have every parameter that I could set, you know, so I can keep an eye on everything. And then, so, so it's done regening and it starts filling back up. Momentarily. I've done, when I've done an operator command regen, it hasn't, like, if I've done an operator command regen, after that, it stays hot and doesn't fill back up until I turn it off again. That's probably yeah. what your dash is. I don't, know if, it gets, I don't know if it gets hotter for operator command, if it gets even hotter, because it just stays. Like, as long as I don't turn it off, it just stays hot, and it just doesn't build up any more back pressure. No, I think like Ford's done a pretty good yeah. job of making sure that whether, you know, you're doing a static, passive, or dynamic regen, whichever – you or the truck has decided they try to stay pretty consistent. Right. 
I was asking because you can see your average regen distance. It's a pit. Right. And right. mine on my 11, which I always pulled trailers with, that truck never got above, I think, maybe 70% actual load. Yep. It was always at 497 miles exactly. Wow. That just might be that your trucks, are, you know, it's got more load on it. And you could say, in a sense, they can just dump a little bit of fuel here and there because they know you're doing a lot of mileage with it and not heavy load. Um, just eats yeah, it see all it. up. Yeah, it almost see, seems counterintuitive at sometimes because they're just dumping, you know, that post injection fuel, uh, and and you're using, you're trying to reduce emissions, but yet you're just blowing fuel off the tailpipe to get the fire started. That it's just like, like a video, you know, like that video I sent you today of my my truck how it high idles. Yeah. If if it if I haven't gotten if I haven't done a regen and it high idles like that. You saw what comes out. <laughs> I mean, oh, people get stank. pissed off at me. People literally have come and knocked on my window and woken me up like, dude, can you park somewhere else? No dude. shit. Wow. Dude, it, it's but In California, like, I cannot park anywhere normal. I would only be able to park inside the truck stops. Or if I'm not loaded, I'd have to take up a spot because the fumes are so bad and they're real picky over there. Wow. wow. Trucks. They bad. stink. Bad. Like, bad. what am I going to do? You know, a transit, though. Oh, those things stink. Yes, they do. But you know what, though? I think when the, the worst case scenario for the DPF is when it's like cold and it doesn't get all the way hot. Whereas if if you're hot, you kind of get a you might get more out of it. Just well, from it. I don't know. I just did a regen yesterday and it did it just fine. Right. But the, the smell will change depending on how hot the catalyst is. If you're idle, yeah, idling definitely. around a lot and your catalyst never hits light off temperature at say around 500 degrees and you're always at 200 degrees idle, it's going to start to stink. Mm -hmm. yeah. So yeah, if you're idling all night long, by the morning, she'll be pretty stinky. Oof. It smells bad, man. And Oof. you'll smell it during the night. Like she'll go into high idle one or two times in the night and you'll smell it. Like it will wake you up. You're, so you've got to... You've you know, got to run it. You've got to run the engine all night. Dude, right now I have 6,330, yeah, 6,300 engine hours and 2,784 idle hours. Wow. You know what? That's not even that bad. Yeah, that's no. not that bad. Mm. I mean, well, I'm going to say coming from the world of, you know, someone that frequently works on cabin chassis trucks that have, you know, cranes, their tow trucks. Um, whatever they do with it, I'll usually see three quarters of their engine hours are idle hours. Mm -hmm. I got yeah. half. I'm about at half. Wow. And then they wonder we'll why. drive for, we'll drive for 11 problems. and then stop for 10 and keep it on. Wow. Yeah, my 11, the guy must have never idled it before me because it was like 2,500 engine hours and 500 of them were idle not bad but i don't know when that parameter kicks in is it just out of gear like if it's in uh, park or neutral it does it if it does it if you're at like a stoplight does that count mm -hmm. for the region well for the idle hours that's what i've always been curious about yeah. I I need idle to... hours is anytime you're stopped more than like 30 minutes to an hour that's when it would start no, I don't know. I think it's counting it, but less than an hour of stop time. It's probably anytime you're in park. 
running. I don't know. How would you I find that out? So. Would You'd that have be to in the publication. It. I mean, it might I, be in the coffee table book. Otherwise, I need to. Uh, I need to fire off an email to someone in Dearborn. Right. Well, all you got to do is start the truck, put it in drive, let it sit for an hour. If it's well, you can't sit and drive for an hour, but if you sit and park for an hour, you definitely add an hour, right? I'll let you know. I'd say I'll so. You know. <laughs> I'll, I'll, send, I'll put it. Uh, I'll send a rod uh, a message later on because I'm not using it. I'm stopped here for the night, so it'll be on for the next ten hours. God I don't, damn! I don't know. Does your, I don't, does your truck ever shut off other than when you go to like fuel when up? When I go home. When I go home, uh, I'll be home for about three days, six days if I'm lucky. Uh, uh-huh. That's the only time it'll shut off. Wow. Dude, that might be the key is his truck never shuts off. It has literally zero opportunity to, like, let moisture or really anything in. Yeah, it never gets cold. I don't know, like, I don't know if you guys can see that. I don't know how no. many shows up there. So has your truck leaked oil at all? Yes. I had, like I said, the CCB. Right, but I I learned that was because I idled a lot, so that filter uh-huh. itself got very bad. When we took it out, it was like the video that Adrar had; it was falling apart. Wow, but you you haven't had to do like an upper oil pan or anything. Not yet. I'm gonna go to A Rod for that. Yeah, the way over there. Oh, uh, he's gonna be so happy you brought him no. an upper oil pan. I can see in his face. He's it like, might be easier to 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 have Matt do yes. it. He might be closer. I'm Maybe <laughs> in Indiana, so I'm only about three hours away from uh, A Rod. Where? Where? In, where wait, Bristol. you're in Elkhart, aren't you? Your base is Elkhart, Bristol, isn't it? Right there, like five minutes away from Elkhart. Well, yeah, because if anyone that's watching this that doesn't know, Elkhart, Indiana, is like literally the trailer capital of the world. Of the world, yeah. yes. And oh. it was conversion vans. Those Eclipse. I remember driving out to Elkhart. They had a. Uh, a conversion for Econolines. I had to drive an Econoline out there, a big turtle top, and something was going. I heard that U-Haul put their final assembly right next to where the Econolines get built. So they basically just drive them off the line and oh, they get kidding. the boxes put on and drive yeah. them right out. Oh, wow. Wow. Dude, had some weird things come oh, out of that plane. I don't even know if plant. I sent you that video. We had an F-150 come in that they didn't even cut the cats off, dude. These people stole the whole damn Y pipe off. <laughs> wow. Like they must have nice. had impacts and everything, but you sounded you started that thing up. Woo, damn near shook the whole building. Dang. Just open yeah, holds on a fire. Isn't that how they isn't that how they do it? Like they'll steal your cats, but they'll make it so like you've got to replace the manifolds. They'll they'll make sure they get the nuts and bolts as well, right? I mean, at least it's nice that all you have to do is just go buy the whole... I mean, it doesn't matter. You're going to have to replace it anyways. But, like, I shouldn't even be saying this because now people are going to know. I'm going to have this (laughs) one bad seed watching this. But, no, U-Haul, like, they weld rebar cages around everything. Yeah, Yeah, I'm a U-Haul dealer, too, so we see all that. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, the show. But, no, this was an F-150, so they didn't... On an F-150, really? Yeah, they didn't. They didn't have cages on it or anything. Yeah, see the F one fifties, you know, the straight uh, Chevy Express vans. They don't really touch them too much. It's all the Econolines and the six fifties that they'll do all that on. Wow, that's so shoot. I think up. there's even some school buses we've worked on that they had the rebar cages on, and that made it just a pita to get the Y pipe out. Mm. 
Let's see what time we're at over yeah, here. Yeah, U-Haul oh, actually oh. welds tags on them too. I oh, to the cat. That. Yeah. Oh wow. That's a bad idea. So that, that if it ever shows up anywhere, they're like, "Well, we can't take this." Exactly. This property of U-Haul. Unless hey, they I'm gonna show you guys something real quick. Dude, I got on the wrong side of TikTok one night, and I saw a video <laughs> of some guy with just like a Buick LeSabre just full of cats. And then like two videos later is a guy crushing cats and getting all the, the metals out of them. Huh. Check this out, Matt. Can you see that? Oh, yo. That's a duty right there. Sean, how much snow have you guys gotten? In the last snowfall? Yeah. Three inches, maybe. Oh, shoot. Okay. That's pretty good. I was going to say, I should have you come over by us and, uh, have you like sub out a route or something get you some good content off of that get some you know at least i don't have than that. I, I mean geez that oh yeah you're right because you get all the snow over there we don't get that kind of yeah stuff like we that. get i mean kind of not really Ooh. i mean we'll get you know lake effect start going but pretty slick huh oh, I got some you, hazards flashing you, you pre-salted that girl too didn't you um, it probably it probably had salt on it from the last time I plowed it. Well, no, I was just wondering if you pre-salt before you go out and plow so that it scrapes clean. All my all my accounts get salt after, so kind of if if I'm lucky, it'll be pre-salted. If it didn't rain away, if it didn't get washed Dang, away by rain, that big thing. I still think you need to go with a back blade on your. Uh, uh this no, I can't. No, I don't want that. Yes, you like, do. If I had a black. I'm already running into issues with this blade being too big because of the crown in the road. It's all crowned. So it's it, it, the blade's too big. It'll leave a big. So if I got a black, a back blade that's that wide, it's gonna, it's gonna not scrape because the ground's not that flat. It'll work. Trust me. Everyone <laughs> in West Michigan. It'll work. Only, only reason I need a, only reason that only reason. Yeah. It's eight to 10. But if I had a, if I needed a black a back blade, that's only for can't like say back blade. If I wanted a back blade, I would be in like huge commercial parking lots, which I'm not in. No, dude, yeah, I'm telling you, I'm sense. telling you, narrow stuff, they work the best. But you not don't this, have to believe me. Not my accounts. Me. They're all they're all pitched toward the manhole. So I just leave an inch of snow. I don't need anything wider. Sometimes I just gotta uh, plow. Sometimes I'm plowing at eight feet because when I go to ten, it's too wide. It doesn't scrape good. So I'll just have to push at eight. Man, right. If only more people push snow like you. A lot of guys just get in there and don't care. They leave freaking cookie crumbs and boogers all dude, over the place. Dude, I know, like, I know, like right gonna, there. You see, what are all those cookie crumbs dude, right there? I'm Sean? gonna show you. I'm gonna show What's you all the cookie there? crumbs. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm gonna go back and get that. I, I oh, he's gonna go back. I had to back drag that and pull it away from a dumpster. See, but if you had a back blade, you would have just pulled it all straight out. You wouldn't have any crumbs. <laughs> you can't put that on a dually, can you? Back blade? Yeah, you can. Oh, you can. I don't want them. I don't. I, I oh don't no! There's guys, there's Honestly. guys with five series and six series John Deere's running around with back blades on. Oh. That's how integral they are. Honestly, no I, I I have no desire for black for back blade. You're Check you're a, you're such a hater. Look at that! Look at that camera view. Hate, hate, Ooh. hate, 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 hate. That's all. That's hate, all for. Hate, that's, hate, 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 hate. God, I need to watch. All, that. I'm gonna watch that tonight before I go. That's to all. Bed. That's Excuse all me K. while I go put water in buck nasty mama. That's all 4K 60. All 4K 60. <laughs> <laughs>
Hey, 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 hey. Matt, how do you hold your controller? You hold it right hand or left hand? Um, I couldn't tell you because all the trucks I ran, they were mounted on a pedestal. And then you could hit the backblade controls too, but you don't want to run a backblade, so. Hmm. No, I don't need no black backblade. I was always right hand with the plow. But yeah, I always go on my yeah, right too. hand. So I was always right handed too, and I switched it to, I switched the plow controller to left hand. But I've okay. always been right hand. But with it being left hand, your left hand never has to come off that controller to shift. And it makes it quicker and easier, less fatigue. No, yeah, so I, I always, always took did. The with me. So when ours were mounted on pedestals, ours had uh, a joystick for the plow, but it was like a little one that you could run with your thumb, and then you could run your other, you know, these fingers to run your back blade. Um, and then when I would shift, I'd either stick my hand through the wheel, or I'd wrap my arm around. And yeah, you'd have to come way. over and shift. Yeah, I can shift like that, but having the left hand with the plow is with the plow controls is way better i mean i know guys that'll run like the the leg strap on their leg and then a joystick off of that but hmm. I, so they, they i prefer bad. i prefer right hand just because if i'm running a loader a skid steer whatever it's always my right hand that's just i've grown up operating equipment with the where all my you know all my controls come off my right hand so I think naturally right hand makes sense because you're, you're, you're going to, you're going to control your radio with your right hand. So just naturally you're steering with your left hand. It's not as intuitive to steer with your right hand because who reaches over to control stuff with their, you know what I mean? You're always using right hand. Probably people then don't take this the wrong way. Probably people that don't have right arms. Yeah, I've, I've switched over to left-hand uh, plow controls. It's been it's been pretty good. I'm left-handed. Is anybody else left-handed? I'm any-handed. Whatever hand needs to be needs is needed, I'll use that hand. Ooh, we're getting kind of late. Yeah, gonna cut this off here. Um, definitely Who's closing us out. Who's closing us out tonight? Thanks for Felix and Dan uh, joining us. Definitely got to get you guys back on here. Uh, talk about the... Uh, Wait, which the, one was this? Was this 19? This is 19. And so we're going to do it for 20 or 25, the big one. 20 or 25, what? Let's do it on 25. Do what? We're going to rally the troops. Oh, we'll rally everybody. We'll get the biggest one. We're going to have to do a live stream with it. Yeah, no, I got to do one of those. <laughs> But uh, thanks so much for tuning in. Um, make sure to check us out on uh, the other podcast streaming services. And if you guys want to get in queue, make sure to check the email above my head and we will get you in line so that you can be on the best Power Stroke channel on the internet talking about trucks and keeping it real. All right, you guys. Thanks so much. We'll see you.